five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Zoomer Pod. I am RJ. I am the Zoomer. And I'm Randy. I am the Boomer. And welcome back to episode 20, big two zero of the Zoomer Pod. You know, I was, man, it took me a while to get the other one edited. I still, you know what? You need to edit, man. You, you got to edit because it takes me too long. But you know what's crazy about it? Is I sat down and edited. I literally did it. And I had a, it went from the recorder to live probably within like 20 minutes. I, the, the idea that, you know, it like I should so probably edit this episode. one. To, I should probably edit this one tonight, like, you know, and just get that's out the way. That's what you say, and then you, like, you get back from your thing, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot I got to shoot tonight. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, never mind. I got to shoot tonight. Never mind. This will come out two weeks yeah, from now. Yeah, plus no. football games on tonight and stuff, so I'll... Lamar Jackson's playing tonight, so I'll probably... All topics discussed will be old news by the time you hear this. <laughs> yeah, basically, I was listening to the one that we did, and we was uh, we was talking about... We was talking about, like, the Miami trip, which is, like, old news. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a month at this point. <laughs> so it was, like, three... three. I think, like, three weeks late, but <laughs> they don't have to know that, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so, anyway. So, yeah, man, we're back. Season, I mean, episode 20, and the mm-hmm. reason I brought up the editing is because I asked you that. Did you think we'd get to 30? And he was like, no, we probably won't get to 30. We'll probably get to I think 25. I said 25, yeah. It's we'll funny, I just thought about that. Being, I think we could probably still hit 25. Yeah, if you show up. You know, I'm, I'm good for doing one a week, especially like if we set a, set a day like Tuesdays, you know. I mean, it was hard because Monday was your football, brother football game. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays was his basketball practice. Yeah, and I worked. And you worked, and so that overlapped. And then Thursdays, yeah, I mean, I guess we could have done – it just always felt like Tuesday was a night if we missed mm-hmm. Tuesday. So, like, when last night when I was like, yeah, you want to do it on Tuesday, it was like, no, I got, I got plans. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is like – or no, Tuesday night. You was like, well, I kind of got plans with mom. I was like, crap, well, there goes the pod for this week. And I was like, yeah. no, nah, you know what? I mean – like from five to from five to six thirty, I got some time. Yeah, you know. So here we are, man. Yeah, we're back. So there's a man. There's a lot. You know what? You know what sucks? Hmm. We're gonna end on comedy simply because I just, I'm looking down. Everything it's we're gonna talk depressing. about today is just tragic. Yeah, just a depressing list today. Yeah, it's just tragic stuff, man. It's just crazy. Just crazy how like yeah. I don't know. Hey, get ready to be bummed out. Yes. Yeah, kind of a sad episode. <laughs> we'll bring, we're going to bring it back around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so um, so let's just start off with the big thing, man. I mean, Astro Oil. Yeah. Like, that's, um, that's a crazy thing. And I'm sure you've probably seen and heard more than I have about it. And so what – well, I guess first and foremost, if for some reason you haven't heard what happened um, – an artist named Travis Scott, and everybody keeps saying Travis Scott, but um, an artist named Travis Scott has something called Astro World, which is a festival in Houston that's named after the old amusement park that used to be there that he loved going to when he was a kid. So yeah, he has this he festival. Up, he grew yeah. up in the Houston area. Yeah, and so he has this festival called Astro World, and it was the name of his album and everything. Anyway, so Astro World 2021 went horribly wrong. Um, <laughs> It was kind of way festivals are becoming now and end up being a bunch of, you know, rushes towards the stage, rushes away from the stage, rushes out the gates, and eight people died. And how many people injured today? It was like 30 people. I don't know. There's a lot of people injured. Okay. So, Ed, more, not more than anything, but eight people lost it. Eight people went to go watch a concert and didn't go home. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it wasn't even like it was just like they suffocated and got trampled and yeah it's just a really bad really really bad situation and so um now you've seen a lot of stuff heard a lot probably way more than me what's your take on it right at this moment um so as it seems like more comes out it's like one of those things where it's like it it's hard to really place blame obviously there should have been better planning amongst Travis and the people who like, I think what is it like live nation? Yeah. Live nation put on. Yeah. They're the promoters. um, The people who put on the festival, there definitely needs to be better planning. Um, But right now it just seems like it's a really hard place to really stick blame. Obviously everybody wants to say it was 
uh, Travis's fault. That's what's funny to me is everybody's like, it's Travis's fault. You want to say it's Travis's fault, but then apparently, like, there was something on the news the other day saying, like, uh, the two people who could stop the concert or could stop the festival and neither, neither of them were Travis. And I guess you could technically say it's like, oh, well, he could have just stopped singing the lyrics, but that's like. Well, I mean, it's so funny to me, um, first and foremost, because, um, one, let me say this. I've, I heard the security, like there were security guards like running with everybody else. and Or there was people like on the ground and security guards would show up and they're supposed to be like CPR trained. They're supposed to be like. Oh, yeah, they don't know what they're doing. And they had no idea. And it was like, it seemed like they was just, they was just like, oh, we just need warm bodies around to put, to put, yeah. um, you know, uniforms on. Make people on, think that there's. Make people think that there's security. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that definitely falls on them. But it's, I don't know. I don't think it's as much Travis's fault as people want to make it out to be. Like, you know, everybody's, <clears throat> everybody's claiming that it's like, well, he could, he could definitely see that, uh, he could see that people were passing out or like he was, he could, you could look out into the crowd and people were chanting and stuff. And it's like, yeah, from the crowd, all these videos of people being like, you know, passed out or even dead. And he's got monitors yeah, in his and ears. Yeah, and he's got monitors in his ears. And, and feedback. Yeah, and there's even, uh, there's clips of him stopping the concert when he sees people passed out um, to be like, hey, you know, clear way, make way for paramedics. And that, like, considering a lot of his concerts are like this. Most of his concerts. I mean, most I of mean, his concerts. Most of his concerts are, are like, like that. this. Yeah. So it's not like he. This was the concert. He was like, you know what? I don't care about anybody. It was like just this one would just got way out of hand, and I don't think he realized see, what was happening until it, right. And that that's the thing. It was more. A, it was more a case of. I mean, every one of his chaos. His concerts are chaos. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just chaotic. So the chaos looks the same to him from the stage, whether it's because he does a lot of festivals and mm -hmm. he does a lot of overseas festivals and they mosh pit over there. Like they literally yeah. fight and punch and it's just kind of what they do. So, it, I, you know, again, like you said, to see videos from the crowd, it seemed to make sense to be on the stage. It's just a sea of people. You know, yeah. and it looks, it probably look now it seemed like it yeah, looked or the you same. see somebody passed out and you know, you, if you see them already getting help, then you're like, okay, no need to stop the concert. Oh, but what looks to be like getting help. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you don't know the difference between a passed out person and a dead body. Like. This is true. And, you know, we made reference to your first concert when we went to see Logic and that yeah. girl passed out and. Like pat, like literally yeah, passed out, and they crowd surfed her, and they crowd surfed her. They crowd surfed her to the front, so where the where the um, bodyguards or where the stage guards were. Yeah, to get her. So some she help. get some help. Yeah, and I mean, it's like she was passed out, and they literally crowd surfed her forward. Mm -hmm. So I mean, for them, you know, for them, that's just a. Yeah, it's a concert. It's a concert. And, yeah. You know, the story being reported. I haven't seen a lot about it since, but. You know, so the big thing where people started getting trampled was when people started rushing the stage. And once again, everybody started going, well, Travis always incites this because there was like a while ago he got arrested after a concert because he told people to rush the stage. Mm -hmm. And what he, I mean, again, it's just what and his concerts that's, are. That's what his concerts are. And to be fair, you know, you probably shouldn't tell people to rush the stage. Yeah, probably not. That's not a great idea. But <laughs> all at, as of right now, there's no real... There's nothing really showing that he was the one that incited that rush. But, like, apparently, you know, we talked about this. There was somebody there with heroin needles just started poking people. That's what there's, like, or I know some, There was people who started some, getting poked with something. And, you know, yeah. it was reported Which, that is by nearby hospitals thing, yeah. that people were coming in, like, ODing on heroin or something like that. But yeah, They probably brought it themselves. But, no, that's just, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, that's that's just so random though. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'm just going to go and just inject people. I mean, it, everything was so random and I'm sure it could have been stopped in the sense that apparently, apparently they broke, you know, the, the gates were broke down. So yeah. more people was in that was supposed to be there. Yeah. And then the people that was already in there start rushing VIP. So the VIP area got stampeded. And so yeah. they probably, that's a problem is the point that they probably should have stopped the concert. Now, mm -hmm. Here's the flip side of that. What happens if you stop the concert? Yeah. Now you just got a, a angry mob on your hand. You don't just have people. Of Travis that, fans. You just have an angry mob on your hand. So let's just say 
all these people was moving forward because, you know, they make it seem like everybody's rushing the stage. But at the end of the day, it's not that people are rushing the stage. It's the people in the back are trying to get closer. The people up front are smashed. And then the, it just... It's just it a just domino kind of effect this. type of deal. It wasn't like all these people was trying to do all this bad stuff. Mm -hmm. It just domino effect, you know? Yeah. It's, and somebody point, I was talking to somebody who uh, worked yesterday. Apparently, Live Nation across all of their festivals has something like 80 deaths that occur at their festivals. So it's like, this isn't like. This isn't. This is like something that seems to happen. Or I don't want to say often, but this happens for them. This has happened before with them before, and it seems like they haven't done a whole lot. I think we got a new Michael Che. Shame the Devil? Is that the old one? No, the old one was uh, Michael Che Matters. New Michael Che. Oh. Shame the Devil. Okay, oh, we'll man, have to definitely exciting. stop and yeah. watch that. That'll be good. Definitely. Uh, we'll be back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we got to go. Yeah, be like, something all right. Important, well, something more important just popped up. Mm -hmm. um, no, I mean, what was that? That Woodstock? The the last Woodstock, the one that went horribly wrong, I think it was like 2011, 2010. They were going to try to redo Woodstock, and it was just like it was just really bad. That was the one where people sure. was, was like people thought they was um like like mud surfing, and it was just a waste from the porta bodies. Oh oh, it was oh no, it was from 2010. Yeah, that's before me, but yeah, but I thought you had heard about it because there's no, a there's heard. a documentary about it. It might not have been that long. Was it a Firefest by Ja Rule? Then there's, <laughs> then there's fried, well, that was just, that, that didn't that's, even get a chance to really be bad. That's not that was, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, eight people died at that one. I mean, people die at festivals all the time. Usually it's drug overdose and stuff, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so, um, so yeah, man, it's, um, it's crazy. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this, pans out mm -hmm. in the end um again like you said everybody's going through every tweet every every video from every concert going you know he said this oh look at this said, or look at it yeah and then i sent you the deal from the song the other day where he oh, was like yeah. is, it a, from, the is first, it really a mosh pit the is it a mosh pit song on asteroid he says and it ain't no mosh pit there it ain't no mosh pit if there's no injuries yeah and so it's, it's like, like ooh, that's going that's not gonna play well in court but yeah no i don't be so you know and then he dropped that uh the quote-unquote apology video, um, the black and white one where he's sitting there rubbing his head oh, the whole time. I, I didn't even is, watch it, man. I didn't. It's like, I mean, the thing is, is that people were pointing out that he technically can't apologize because yeah. then, oh, it's because just, then it's like they can he they can say he's claiming responsibility for it, and then that opens up a whole lot. That's of That's why there's so cases, many people but, in jail. But, um, what he has done apparently is that he already um. Like, he offered to pay for the funerals, and he's he pretty much said that anybody there that wants therapy can get it. Right. And so it's like, you know, the apology video was bad, and people are memeing that, but it seems like he is doing what he can. Yeah, I mean, to, what I was going to say, though, that's why so many people in jail talking about, that's not, I didn't say that, or that's not what I meant. It's like, you know what? You need to learn to shut up. Uh -huh. You need to learn to, to, you know, not apologize, because... Again, now you're going into legal matters, and things can be yeah. twisted and used against you. So yeah, the best thing you know, to do is just talk about how bad it was and how much you hated. And but you can't be like, yeah, you know, I should have done this, and it was my fault. It's like because that's just gonna come back to bite you. Yeah, and you know, Travis and, haters are now coming out of the woodworks. Like you know, you told we talked about the person who was like, did you see the, like the video where uh, somebody tried to take his shoes, and then uh -oh. he was like, hey, beat them up. Yeah, after they tried to take his stuff, yeah, like really? Like, yeah, it's like the last. It's like I guess you ignored the last line and where how much, somebody was trying to take his shoes. How much do you think they really got beat up? Like yeah. if they weren't already getting beaten up at a Travis concert, and then the one that really rubbed me the wrong way was this person was like, "I've been trying to cancel Travis since like 2014, before he really blew up with Rodeo. He um he was opening for some like pretty mellow band, and which I don't know why they decided that Travis Scott was the go-to opener." But so it was like there was a band before him, him and then the main band. And so when the first band was about to end, a bunch of his old fans showed up and started moshing and stuff. And the thing was, is that they were being super disrespectful to the people that were already there mm -hmm. and like trying to push them out the way to get to the front of the gates and stuff. And while I will say he probably like, you know. He, he was young he too. Said, he probably, yeah. He probably what he probably could have done is gone out and be like, hey, guy, like, you know, stop. But this girl was, like, trying to pin it on him, and then she said she, like, yelled out and cussed at him, like, cussed him out, and so he cussed her out. And then she was like, 
got all offended like he personally was attacking her. Of course. Because he knew exactly what was going on. It's That's like really you're supposed this to do. Sweat. You're supposed to incite you're supposed to incite uh, uh incident and then feel offended when you yeah, when the, that, it comes back on you. That was crazy to me. But. Yeah, no. So anyway, so that's the Astral World. I, obviously, mm-hmm. that's something we'll follow, you know, and keep up with. But that was that's crazy, man. And that, that really sucks. And so um, then next we got the whole now you're not really into football. So, I mean, whatever. But we got the whole you want to talk about Rittenhouse first or Rugs first? Um, Let's get Rittenhouse out the way. Yeah. And so obviously the uh, the trial is going on right now for what's his first name? Uh, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. He's a kid that shot three. Shot three, killed two. I think it was three people. Thought he killed two. Shot shot three, killed two. During the Kenosha um, Black Lives Matter deal last year, um, he's on trial right now. He put on a big show, big Crocodile Tears Fest yesterday. Um, so it's going to be interesting, man. And you, again, like I always say, yeah, these kind you know, of stuff. I mean, the first day people were like, man, like, and it, the first day people were like, look at him crying. And now it's like, he's not really crying. Like people are like, if you know, like, oh. he's trying his hardest to squeak out a tear. And at the very end, right around when he's about to finish up or they're about to be like, you know, give him a minute. He like, he's sitting there doing it as in his eyes dart over to the jury. And then he goes back to doing his whole really? spiel. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, I haven't, again, man, I'm not going to watch that. He's going home. Oh, yeah. He's no, 100% he's going off. home. I mean, he's, and, and here's the deal, right? I mean, he's definitely every, getting off. But I saw a video today of the prosecution, and they were like, he was getting grilled. Yeah, but then the prosecution's doing some dumb stuff. Yeah, you, didn't you tell me the prosecution was doing some dumb stuff? Like, everybody's just saying the prosecution's horrible, bad, or was the defense horrible? No, bad. it was his defense. His like, defense. apparently okay. the defense said the N word within like, the first 30 minutes of opening court. That is so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then we didn't even talk about this. The crazy thing is, is that from the sounds of it, like now it's like the judge is super questionable because his phone went off in court uh-huh. uh, yesterday. And it was like the song was by some dude who uh, who performed for, at Trump's inauguration. And um, oh wow! And like his song was used by Trump as like their his rally song or something oh, like wow. that. Oh wow! See, I didn't even and hear so that. And so now it's like, how questionable is the judge? Is he really going to be that unbiased? Well, well, but the, there's a jury, so the jury. Yeah, but the judge dictates because he um he also pretty much said that they're not allowed to call the people that got shot victims. Yeah, but only I, rioters and loot or yeah. looters or protesters or whatever. Yeah, so I did hear it, that. You know, even if you aren't going to, even if he can't directly affect, affect he it. can still yeah. cause things like, you know, the word looter, if you hear it over and over, you're going to go, you're going to associate it with bad things, no right. matter who it was. Well, you know, again, hearing it the first night, it was like crazy. And, and yeah, we'll go down the rabbit hole on this real quick. But I saw a gun guy um, break down. Um, what happened that night what really happened and when i saw him break down what really happened i was like that kid's going home and he probably rightfully should and i know that's a unpopular thing to say because every again it's 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 almost it's funny because with the whole thing with closer when when dave said you know what the only way the only way i'm going to even listen to you is if you've looked at the whole thing you don't get to come to me and tell me i'm wrong by what you heard from somebody else and Whatever, and that's the thing with the Kyle Rittenhouse deal. Nobody really, a lot of people didn't do any investigation into what really happened. They only know that he he shot three people. Those people was on the Black Lives Matter side, and you know, or whatever. So, for those that didn't see it, yes, his mom brought him. Yes, he brought a gun, right? Uh, which it's still up in the air if what she did was illegal if him bringing the gun was illegal across state lines there there is some legality there was a a toss-up on whether it was legal or not that they did that two he did show up with a group of people who were anti-protester type of people who was their whole deal was to try to protect stores okay that was their deal we are we going to protect stores which Again, like if we was in the inner city and they showed up, like we would probably do the same thing too. You know what I'm saying? Or if 
you know, we knew it was going on. So I don't really fault them for that. I really don't. And and there's video of him out there like scrubbing graffiti earlier that day. That's the stuff that's gonna get him build his, build his case. Um. So he was out there, and the protest they were protecting. They were standing along the sides. Now it really looks bad when the police roll up and give you water. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the police are on your side when you you guys are just vigilantes. Really, you're still just vigilantes. And the police are like, oh, you guys want water. So that doesn't read well in the sense of, you know, the whole everything that was going on. But they were. They were standing somewhere and protesters came. They kind of got into it. He got separated and he actually got trapped. He was by himself and he kind of got trapped and the dude punched him. The first dude that he shot either punched him or was charging at him or something. And that was the first dude he shot. Right. And then he told like he called somebody and was like, I and then when they saw him on the phone, he was like, I just shot. I just shot somebody. He was like, mm -hmm. come, you know, I was like, I need help. So I just, I just, I shot somebody. Um, and then everybody else was like that. He, he just shot somebody. And so now it turned into a mob mentality and they start chasing him and he's running and they're chasing him. And that's when the kid comes up and hits him with the skateboard. So the second guy he shot hit him with a skateboard and he fell on the ground. And he shot him. The third guy he shot or the third guy. Yeah. I think the third guy he shot the one that lived pulled the gun on him and even in court today they said the guy admitted like Kyle didn't even point his gun at him until he pulled his gun out and when he pulled out his gun and went to point it at Kyle Kyle pulled up his gun and shot him and the guy admitted that today that he never even like he didn't shoot him until he pulled his gun out so I, you know I mean it's, it's it, I don't know it's if you because at the same time I still I'm still operating under the mentality that and somebody actually made a point today. They were like, it was an ex-veteran. He was like, the second you enter, you enter what you would consider to be a danger zone, you accept all risk of what happens. That's not true. That's not true. I mean, what's, where, is, where is that considered a danger zone? Why is that considered? It was, a, it was a right. Listen, I'm not saying that they didn't go there as vigilantes against what was going on. And they know that was probably going to incite something. What I'm saying, though, is if you break it down, if you break it down, they really didn't break any laws. And I could see how I would do that if if I felt like a bunch of, you know, anti-Black Lives Matter people was going to go into South Central L.A. And I, I, would, I happen to be like in Arizona and I, that was my thing. I would want to go protect the city. I want to go protect the people. I mean, I don't see anything necessarily bad about what they was doing. Now, you have to break it down to was he justified? It doesn't matter what the theory is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. The, what it comes down to is no matter what, was he acting in self-defense? That's all that matters. doesn't matter why he was there. doesn't matter what situation he put himself in. Was he acting lawfully when he was attacked? And if he was, now does it become self-defense? And everything well, so about I, it— But I guess then— so. I guess for the first person, maybe, but then about the other two people. Dude hit him with a skateboard. He was on the ground. The dude hit him with a skateboard and was about to hit him again. That's when he shot him. Yes, but if you shot one person, the other people around you don't know what's going on. And at that point, they're acting in self-defense. No. So, yeah. No, no, nope. They, they were chasing him. Yes, because the they believed right. he just they murdered somebody. That, right, they believed, but he didn't. It doesn't matter what they believed. What, what, when we break it down... When we break it down, right, it's just like if you were not going through the neighborhood and somebody came out of their house and attacked you or started harassing you and you shot them and then everybody else looks out and goes, oh, that kid just shot that person, right? You were still acting within your rights. And just because everybody starts chasing you not knowing what happens doesn't give them the right to chase you. Then again, he fell. And when he fell, sorry, when he fell, the kid came up and hit him with the skateboard. And then he went to hit him again, and that's when Kyle shot him. 
right? So again, he was still defending himself. At this point, he is still just defending himself. And then the other guy was about to pull a gun on him, and that's when he shot him. And that's the dude that turned around and ran. Listen, bottom line is, as much as you might not like him, as much as you not like who he represents and what he was there, if we're going to be honest and fair about it, the kid was defending himself basically the whole time. That's why he's going to go off. That's why he's going home. That's my opinion. I think he's going to go home. Now, I mean, our conversation has to be like, why would you bring a 15-year-old kid there for that? Also, you know, the thing that made the news is that he had just shot two people and he was running up to the police to tell him he had shot two people and the police just didn't do with, with a weapon in his hand and the police was like, get out of here, kid. There's somebody getting mm-hmm. shot. There's some shooting going on. He, I'm sorry. And he's like, you know, they're like, get out of here, kid. And you just go with your AK-47 or your uh-huh. uh, AR-15 in your hand, running down the street just at towards us. You're not a threat. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so... That's the bigger argument is like why how can he run around with an AR fifteen towards the police and the police don't do anything but say, get out of here, you know? And so but no man, I think he's gonna go home and, and honestly I think he might might be justifiable. It might be justifiable that he goes home. And I think it's not until people do the research, one, and two, look at it from an individual case by case you know idea not the fact that he came not the fact that he brought a weapon like none of that really matters at the end of the day if it was legal and if it's legal and somebody attacks him he has the right to use it so he's probably going home so we'll we'll follow that and see but you know that's that's my two cents you heard it here first what you got uh i thought going of something to, and i just completely that. going to rebut that i can't remember what i was going to say i, I won see forgot. i won see that i won i didn't think of it as an argument but okay mm. No, no, but um, yeah. So it, that's going to be interesting, man. Again, mm-hmm. and if he goes home, it's going to be a lot of, still going to be a lot of people saying it's the system and saying because he's white and because this. But you just got to look. You have to look at the, the nuances of of what happened. And it, he he, I think as bad as it was, he might have been justified. So. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Go. Here uh, you go. Just debunk everything I just said. One fell swoop. So I guess my thing is, is that if you decide you're going to show up and go and clean up graffiti that happens at the stores, why are you bringing a gun? Because that's, I mean, that's just part of their thing. I mean, they show up to Capitol buildings with guns. They, I mean, it's just part of what they do. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I agree with that, but... Again, I mean, you know, I hate that stuff. I think they're just dumb. My my favorite thing is when they when they showed up that Capitol building and somebody went in and photoshopped dildos into all their guns. <laughs> all their guns that was just like hilarious. But so I get, I guess I you so can, I I wonder where that argument. Like I'm pretty sure that's what they were arguing earlier too. You know, I was saying the prosecution was grilling him. I think that's their main argument is that there was no reason for you to have a gun unless but, you walked in there with intent on protecting yourself if you get attacked that's what i'm gonna say i mean i but again yeah but he would never would have been attacked but somebody's intent don't matter the intent doesn't matter what matters is if he did if what he did was legal doesn't matter his intent as his intent i mean i'm sure he didn't intend to just come and shoot some people but so that doesn't matter so and again everybody goes well you know you don't show up to a place with a gun unless it's like, yeah, you're right in that aspect. But at the end of the day, was it legal for him to do it? Yes, it's just like us. It's like we got to open carry. You don't even have to have a concealed, a concealed permit anymore. So that can be said for anybody that walks in somewhere and they have a gun. And it's like, well, you brought a gun. You assumed something was going to happen. It's like, yeah, kind of assumed something was going to happen. So I got a gun. It was, But it was legal for me to have it. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. We'll, then, I guess next week we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, it's gonna be, you know, something I think we talked about the first time was like before, like weeks before this happened, there was the video of him punching that girl, and yeah. Yeah. that's what I thought was. I wonder, I always wondered if they were gonna bring that up because I feel like that was gonna be like the if they were gonna be able to establish the whole like he's nope, nope, it can't by law they can't. Wow, how unprofessional! No, no, they can't. You can't bring, you can't introduce things like that because it has no bearing on the case. 
if they want to establish a pattern of him being because vi- you can go well here's him hitting a girl so obviously he's vi- he's very violent in nature or he just has but then that be- he has issues controlling here's his anger a bigger or whatever, problem and so with that. he shows up any but here's the problem with that you also have to, now you have to put that incident on trial too because you see him hitting a girl but what happened what happened what led to that well there's a video before and she never hits at him well, so I, I don't know. And, yeah. I but, mean, she can sit there and jaw jack, but up until the point of him hitting her. Somebody's previous, like previous crimes are not supposed to be admissible in court. I mean, they did to OJ, but. <laughs> yeah and no. Well, he really didn't have any crimes. He actually, don't even give me. Don't. <laughs> we might need to do a whole podcast about OJ because that the, actually the crazy thing is like. OJ had no priors to this. Like, OJ didn't have any priors. Like, so everybody was talking about how he seemed violent. That was the funny thing. OJ got kind of convicted on, or he got accused of seeming violent, not being <laughs> violent, seeming, oh, he yelled. It was very scary. It's uh-huh. like, ooh. He's like, yeah, but he was yelling. He wasn't hitting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seemed like he could have. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, to me, it seems like, you know, yelling leads to something else. But Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, um, yeah, we, you know what? We might need to do an episode on that. Like, <laughs> that might be, just need to be an episode in, it, in itself. But you're going to have to do some research into it because yeah. you didn't live it. But you have to do some research into it if we're going to do it. So, That'd anyway. Be fun because, you know, a lot of people around here like to believe that he did it. Yeah. And so, you know, it'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I always shock people with the he didn't do it thing. And they just look at me like I'm crazy and I'm just and I and it I can always I would I will run never, circles around him. I never lose that argument. <laughs> I, that is an argument I just don't lose. And it's not it's not that I don't lose it from the fact of proving that he didn't do it. But I will make you say, Oh well, oh well, you know, it it's like mm, you just lost. The yeah. minute I can get you to say, well, uh, I, I just believe he did because it's like, mm, that's not, we don't get to, mm-hmm. we don't get to convict somebody on the, I believe he did because, right. And so, um, and, and I have ways of questioning people to when they start bringing up things that they saw in the news, mm-hmm. I have ways of questioning people to say, okay, well, if this, if this is Here, true, how about we save this for the ocean? Yeah. If this is true, then this has to be true. Right. If this is true, then this has to be true. Right. And they're like, yeah, okay, they diametrically oppose each other. So which one, which side are you going to take? Because you got to take one of them, and then it just kind of kills their whole mm-hmm. story. So um, just as a teaser, his son did it. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, his son did it. And there's – look it up. Look up Jason Simpson. Killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't, like, everybody in the family all agree that it was him? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, anyway, so, you know, let's move on to the next tragedy, and that is yeah. um, the Henry Ruggs deal. Henry Ruggs is a wide receiver. He was. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the Las Vegas Raiders, which that just hurts my heart to say oh, out loud because yeah. I never say that out loud. Right. I always say for the Raiders. But, yeah, um, yeah and 22 years old. He, they said he was a first pick. I don't know if he was a first pick. I think he was a first round pick. Maybe he was a first pick. Um, but twenty two years old. I mean, just one of the best receivers in the league. Everything. Decides to get in his new car, his new Corvette, and I thought it was a highway. He wasn't even on the highway. He was in a residential area. They're saying residential. Maybe it was just like, like Preston's a residential yeah. area. They can say Preston's a president, but he was on. A regular, it wasn't on the highway. Main, just a main road. And two, they said two seconds before he made impact, he was the, 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 I think the, whatever clocked him, clocked him at one, at 156. 156 miles an hour. Not even on the highway. Yeah. And he's. Have sl- you seen the video where it's like one car driving by and then it's just him like, just no like, i haven't shoot. okay so there's like this it's great it's a crazy video so the first video i'll have to see if i can find it it's him it's a person before him and i'm assuming they're doing about the speed limit 
And so they drive by or whatever, and then all of a sudden you see this car mm. just like. Just like a flash. Literally just like, yeah, rip past. Yeah. Nah. And he was twice the legal limit as far as alcohol, had his girlfriend in the car. I mean, it's just crazy, man. It's just so mm-hmm. crazy. And he slammed into the back of another car. Car catches on fire, kills a lady and her dog. And crazy. I mean, you think about like he walked away like he didn't even I don't even know if he needed medical attention with that yeah. 156 head on. Um, I know his girlfriend got hurt, but I don't think she got critically hurt. So that's just crazy in itself. Yeah. Um, I think I wonder if the lady would have lived had her car not caught on fire. Yeah. Her car caught on fire. So, I mean, it's just, man, it's just such a tragic deal. And I don't want to talk about it from his aspect. Um, I will say this, though. I mean, in any of this stuff, I do feel for I do feel for I feel for the lady. Obviously, her family or whatever. Um but man, I hate to see it. I hate to see a kid with that much talent, with that much opportunity, work that hard to get to where he is, and just throw it out the window. And somebody said yesterday, I was watching something, they said there was a video of him walking into to watch the Golden Knights game. Mm-hmm. And it was just like he's coming in, getting ready to watch the game. He's just lively, full of energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just living life. And the next known video of him is him standing there being on a mugshot with this is just his soul, soul sucked out of him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just, that's crazy, you know, I think man. Derek Carr was like the last thing we talked about was just like golf tips. That would go, go, yeah, it was like the last yeah. text or our t- text before it all happened was just us talking about like golf, golf. tips. And yeah. Now- and that's the thing too is Derek Carr. Derek Carr, in the in the wake of a couple of different situations, have been very just like he's a very voice of, re- of reason. He's like you know, I love him, you know, I still love him, and he needs to be loved right now. I, yeah, this takes nothing from the lady. This takes away nothing from how I feel about what he did or whatever. But at the end of the day, he's a human. He's my friend. And he needs he needs to know that people still love him too, and I I mean and that's just such an unpopular take, mm-hmm. given when they throw you. But I mean, well, that's, what was interesting is that you could say it was unpopular, but when you know it was posted all over Twitter, nobody really seemed that upset about him saying it, which I thought was interesting. Nobody good, seemed, because they shouldn't be, right? You know, I mean, yeah. Most people were like, most people were like, you know. Just kind of, I don't want to say singing his praises, but being like, man, that's a really good response to just such an awful situation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and I'm always, I've always been like that. I mean, when somebody shoots up a school, I'm the shooter. I don't really have a lot of compassion for, for the most part. But when people start attacking their their family, attacking their parents, saying that oh, it's yeah. their parents' fault, it must be the way they was raised. It's like, that's not true. That's not always true. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 100% not always true. And then you don't know the backstory. I mean, they go, oh, you know, they must not have raised them right. It's like maybe they was working three jobs just to to put food on it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's so many things to... that it could, you know. And then, I mean, some of the most wicked people are pastors' kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And and cops' kids. I mean, you know, I don't. I think it's an arrogance and a ego. But yeah, a lot of times they're some of the they do the worst sometimes. Yep. You know. So yeah, man. I I mean, that's just a. A tragic, tragic incident, and I mean, it just leads into the whole idea of just making, like, always trying to make good decisions, mm-hmm. you know. And and that's something, you know, I think that's I think that's literally every parent's nightmare. It's not what somebody's gonna do to you; it's what you're gonna do to yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, what what ridiculous decision are you gonna make? that could cause harm to yourself or yeah. to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even when the first couple times you went to the mall, I'm like, RJ, like, don't let your friend, don't let people get you in trouble. Like, yeah. don't, you know, just always make decisions. Always make decisions for yourself. If you know, even if they're just clowning around and doing something and you can look down and be like, well, that could lead to this and that could lead to that, then you got to separate yourself from the situation because 
it's just like literally one bad decision can just change your whole life. Yeah. Um, and it could be something just stupid. It can be something stupid your friends are doing. And you just got to, man, that's just, just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it really it really is. And that's about decisions and, and, and making decisions, which lead into your decision to make that right turn oh the other God. night. <laughs> to make that right turn. So uh, I, I'm, oh man, Friday night I'm sitting here and I'm sleepy, but something won't let me go to sleep. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally like, I, I want to go to sleep. And it's only people that know me know that I go to bed early too. And so it's like nine, I'm pushing nine o'clock and it's just like, mm-hmm. I really kind of want to lay down. But something wouldn't let me go to bed. I don't know why. And so I grabbed a blanket, laid down on the couch, and my find your phone starts going off. And um, then I look, and RJ calls, and he goes, I'm all right, but I just had a little accident. <laughs> just a little damage to the front of the car. Not a big deal, right? Can you come and just come be with me? So I just happened to be right down the street, so I threw some shoes on and went over and it wasn't nothing bad, really. You know, it's nothing bad. Um, just really what we call a fender let bender. Me, real quick, let me tell. Okay, go Because, I mean, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm rethinking. So, first thing was, I wasn't supposed to work that night anyway. I know, which I know. Pre- I said that to somebody. Really I wasn't supposed Whenever to work Whenever people are not supposed to work and they work, like, it's always when they get in an accident, place get robbed, I was, something happens. I wasn't supposed to work. The manager came up and pressed me, and I completely forgot I had something going on that night and just... Uh, was like sure. Uh, second thing was that a uh, guy I work with walked out and he only brought like half my food, and so I was just like kind of in the back clowning him. And I went to take a picture, and uh, then when I walked out, somebody that I work with that I'm friends with and I'm like I'm in a group chat with it parked right next to me, so I was sitting there and taking like a picture and was like, "Eh, that's not good," and was taking another one, being like, "All this room," and he decided to park right next to me. And all of that, like, you know, all that small time, like... I just put you on yeah, the crash, put, like, put you on a crash course. Exactly. Like, so, literal. Um, I'm turning out, so the way I turn out, there's, like, the parking lot with the torches in it, and then the parking lot with, like, the other stuff in it. And So, so there's I'm two a, There's two shopping center yeah, parking like lots across there each and other. And so I'm taking a right, um, and so I did, I see this person, we never even really talked about it, so I see this person... And I know this is my fault. I know now this is my fault was assuming that um, assuming that other people know road laws because, you know, so I'm turning and I assume this person's going to go, well, this person's turning right. And I, they got there before, so they have the right of way. And so I'm turning. And when I'm turning, I all of a sudden, you know, you kind of hear you hear the and you feel kind of the bump of the cars. And I was like, you know, my eyes dart over again and I see that a person is right there and, you know, I instantly started yelling profanities. But um, <laughs> so instantly I'm like, I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, really? And then so at first I had and then I'm like, OK, where do I pull off to? And so we get up to the light, take that left and just pull into the parking lot that you yeah. came to. And yeah, that was. So, yeah, I mean, and that's again. She was technically, she would, in the old days, she was technically wrong because she was making a left. Mm-hmm. So, again, it was opposing, it was opposing shopping center. So, it, and it's a six lane highway, a six lane street. I'm not, they're not big lanes, but six lanes. So, she came across and made a left. He was making a right. I think they both decided to try to take a little bit of the middle lane and, there wasn't enough room. So that kind of was a deal. So technically she was wrong in the sense of making the left-hand turn. Um, it used to be whenever you was making a left, you was always wrong. Mm-hmm. Now there could be some stipulations if you're both coming out of a private parking lot, that may have been true, but used to be if you're making a left or if you're backing up, you was just, or if you rear in somebody, those are the things. Did you rear in somebody? Was you backing up? Was you making a left? Because if those three, any one of those three things are going on, you're automatically at fault. Mm. Now, my thing is this. If I was sitting there and if I was going to argue it, I would say she Don't came. Don't get the insurance company. No. <laughs> she would come across. She had to come across three lanes to be where you were. So technically, you probably should have saw her. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can say you did, and I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. But she came across three lanes, so she was moving probably way before you were. Um, so coming out of a parking a private parking lot, I'm not sure if she had she had technically had the right of way or not. But what I was going to say, and to tie it back to the Henry Ruggs deal, was I always said, and I always say, and I will continue to preach, like doesn't matter if you're in the right doesn't matter if you have the right of way like you know me i'll come to a stop mm-hmm. sign and i'll sit there and smoke a cigarette and let everybody go that wants to go before me because yeah. i'm not about to sit up and fight with somebody about if i'm gonna go or if they're gonna go i'm looking around making sure everybody is stopped before i go through a, a stop sign you mm-hmm. know i'm gonna i just i just don't drive in a hurry because just patience will Patience will always trump anything when it comes to driving. Yeah, Just not being in a hurry and not making decisions. And again, the quick decisions that end up costing you. In yeah, the I mean, run. like I said, you know, it wasn't like I, I mean, obviously I went to get back to Jackson's and I had food, but it wasn't like I was, it wasn't like I was in this like huge rush. I was like, Jackson won't be upset. And so, you know, I was just, you know, I'm just going to turn and I, you know, like I said, it was my fault for assuming this person wouldn't uh, right but that's what i'm saying see my mind i well the thing is that i look and i go okay i see this person but they're gonna let me they should let me go i start turning and then we right but that's that's what i'm saying see my thing would have been you go that's all i'm saying my thing would have been you go like you coming out here you came across three lanes you're about to make a you go I'm I'm good sitting here for five seconds. Like again, when you count it out, like what five seconds would have changed? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what five seconds would have changed in the grand scheme of things is major. Yeah. Like five seconds. You know, again, somebody's going slow, somebody's at the light, you know. Five seconds can three seconds can just change things, you know, immensely. And so that's the way I that's the way I drive and that's the way I approach so many different things it's just like i'm not in a big hurry i'm just gonna let because there's enough there's enough people out there that's in a hurry that's not thinking mm-hmm. that i'm just like i'm gonna outthink them so i'm just gonna let you do whatever you yeah want to do so no i mean yeah that, luckily like like you kind of said at the beginning as, like you can barely see it when you're approaching the car it's when you get right up on it you can go oh there's a oh, little bit definitely. of thing on yeah. the fender but luckily it wasn't anything yeah I mean, bad it's like you know, it's something that it's like, this should probably be fixed at some point. But, I mean, no, no rush. Right. Exactly. No rush. The car's still perfectly drivable and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even a dent. It's like the bumper, the bumper clips popped, and there's a, a little, little scuff. Scrape. There's a yeah. little scuff that can probably actually be buffed out. It's not even a. I don't even know if it's to the metal, so it can probably be I don't buffed think it out. Is. Yeah, so it can probably be buffed out. So it's not a big deal. It's just more again. It's just realizing that there's people that's going to do a lot of stupid stuff and there's a lot of impatient people. So the more patience you have yeah. when driving, just, just patience will go a long, long way when it comes to Yeah. And driving. I think, you know, I mean, I don't want to say that crashes are inevitable, but I think that, you know, probably everybody's going to experience some kind of oh, car 100%. accident in their life. Oh, and I 100%. think, and it probably teaches you a lot too of being like, you know, just that patience that you talk about. And yeah. so, you know, I've noticed only it's like if even, you take the time to think about it, because most yeah, of the time no, everybody talks me, about I, how everybody is there. It's their fault. I the, drive good. It's everybody's fault. The, I mean, I've made jokes with my friends being like, yeah, I'm such a great driver. Yeah. But um, as like when. So, you know, I was going back to Jackson still to eat and watch a show. Man, I don't remember a single episode. Like, yeah, because enti- it's just running. Yeah, everything's running through your like, head of what I could have re- done different. I need to rewatch because I literally don't remember anything. Yeah. But. Yeah, I know I've definitely, you know, you just sit there and kind of dwell on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I guess I'm just lucky that the thing that kind of opened the eyes was something Some, small, something, something so small that yeah. it doesn't really have a huge effect. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. That makes a, a big deal. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, that, that's, all, that's all you can ask is to learn. Mm-hmm. And like you said, when you get a chance to learn from a small mistake, that the world you know what i'm saying yeah. that's when you utilize and, and I, i'm one that 
like I'd literally get mad at myself for almost making a mistake. Like I'll do something and be like, man, almost made that mistake. And I'll be running through my head like how I almost let that happen. Not that it happened, yeah. that I almost let it happen. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'll overthink it like that sometimes. And it's, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I do. I'm like, man, I almost let that happen. If that would have happened, it would have, you know, and it just, you know, just mm. leads down this road. So, yeah. I dropped the paper. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so, yeah, drive careful. All right, time to do the fun stuff. <laughs> so, let's see here. Um, just real quick, so, music coming out tonight, Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic, mm, they have Br- been. Bruno been. Mars and Anderson Pack, which is two of the just most incredible performers of our time right now. Yeah, and so I started they- listening to Anderson, like, I was like, I probably need to dive into his, and I've only really gotten into one album. But Anderson Pack, yeah, but it's a good. Oh, album. Anderson, pa- yeah, Kevin likes it. Ar- Kevin told me about Anderson Pack like uh, years put, and years. And, and years it was years funny. Ago. I even um, I was in the car with Jackson, mm-hmm. and I turned on one specific song. He was like, "Oh, damn!" Like, yeah. well, you know, and the thing is, you know, he's a drummer. Like, that's the thing. He's really? the drummer. Yeah, he's oh, actually wow. a drummer. So he sings and plays the drums at that's the same time. That's interesting because I have noticed that there is a lot of drum. Yeah, it's music. very drum heavy. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a drummer, and then he he sings. It's it's pretty crazy. So yeah, yeah, and he he has such an interesting because it's like. It's kind of that fusion between hip hop and yeah, and R B and R and B. He definitely hits that really well. And so I'm looking for I mean, everybody knows that Bruno can sing. Um and perform. Yeah, and perform. So And and hooks. It just yeah, I mean he's just catchy. I mean, everything yeah, about him is everything just catchy. Everything about him he's just a great songwriter. Yeah. And so um yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to hearing it. They're three for three right now. I don't know if you've heard like everybody heard leave the door open but they released yeah. skate and now smoking out the window. Yeah. And both of those songs are I didn't Just listen hits. to skate as much. Right. But smoking out the window is you it's know nice. it's a hit. I got I haven't heard it yet so at it's least I hit. don't think I have but I'm at to check it out. So it's yeah, that's 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 tonight, right? That and is then tonight. we got to see what the features are because you say T minus like uh 5 hours and then, then there's a chance that Gambino's going to be on it. If Gambino's going to be on it, we're looking at song of the year. Song of the Millennium. Maybe so. Song of Life. Maybe but so. This, Maybe is, so. <laughs> this isn't the album of, this is an album of the year. This is album of life. Yeah. In the great words of Kanye. But yeah, I think if they can manage to keep the consistency, which I don't see them not being able to, we're looking, we're looking at a pretty great album. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's going to be a pretty great album and it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Too. So um, that's going to be an incredible, incredible show. Speaking of which, Tyler tickets on sale. Huh? Tyler tickets are on sale, and they're not yeah. that expensive. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking about it. Um, it, oh, we should have mentioned that. It's so funny uh, listening to moms talk about the Ty- or the Travis thing, because uh, I mentioned something being like, you know, I might, I still might just buy my own Tyler tickets, yeah. but I was saying like, hey, Christmas coming around, if like if yeah. I don't have them, um, just pick up Tyler tickets for Christmas. Like that could be one of my ideas because I don't have a lot. And mom was like, well, I'm not too heavy on concerts right now and i was like and the funny thing is that brady's mom said the exact same thing she was sitting there grilling him about the concerts and it's like this is completely different this This is is like a closed venue that's just going to be like you know kind of center yeah 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 well no yeah and so like i'm like the tyler concert is seated like i will be sitting down uh no different from the gambino concert we went yeah exactly it'll pretty much be that so I want to get Tyler tickets. Yeah, and then we've got Keem. That's next week. Keem is next week. We're going to I'm looking Baby forward Keem. to yeah. that. I'm really, I was listening to uh, the Melodic Blue the other day, and I was yeah. like, I cannot wait yeah, for that concert. Be, it ought to be a good be, show. We got to plan out the night, too. Mm-hmm. We said, I think we did. I don't know if we told you there's a place called Gus's Chicken. I think we're going to go to Gus's oh, man. for dinner before. Yeah, we're on a new chicken kick, trying yeah. to find the best chicken places around. Well, Mike's is the best chicken. I don't know about hot chicken. Hot chicken, I think Dave's is the best hot chicken. Mike's, Mike's? is the best chicken. But Gus's is Have we been to Mike's? Good. You haven't. Oh. Me and your brother went the other night. That's where you're supposed to go on your... No, uh, that was Dave's. On the, I mean, not. no, you haven't been to Mike's. That's right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you haven't been to Mike's. We have to go to Mike's. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, we went to Mike's. When? When I got the lights. Oh, I thought you said Dave's was better. Dave's is hot chicken. Oh, okay. This is Mike's is just chicken chicken. Mm, Mike's, yeah, Mike's was something special. <laughs> Mike's something special, right? Yeah. Um, so Gus's is supposed to be really good too. Oh, okay. So is I mean, that just chicken chicken or hot just chicken? Just chicken chicken. Yeah, just, just chicken chicken. Yeah, so but. definitely. Go. Hey, real real quick, talking about drummers, I probably shouldn't even bring it up. I'll bring it up. I'll just, have you, the thing I sent you. Did you watch it? 
with the guy. It's this black guy drummer. Yeah, he like listens to the song once and then like he just can, sits there and does the entire drum. Like, yeah, the entire he can song. listen to a song one time and really and like replicate it. It's it's like savant. It was crazy. It's savant type stuff. And the funny thing is that was my rabbit hole. Like not only watching it was watching the reactions. So there's like this drum teacher reacts mm-hmm. to this or this drummer reacts to this and everybody's just everybody gets giddy watching them like yeah. they're watching them and it's like oh my god like that's just ridiculous so that's crazy yeah not the fact that he could do it but like watching his footwork like they'll they'll like go in on his feet and his triples and, and quadruples on his feet are just like it's just ridiculous and i mean he has a couple like fills and they're just like oh gosh like that is just insane that you yeah. can do that and you can do that off memory you know and he knows when the breaks are he knows when the tone changes are he know when the tempo and it's just like he listened to and it's you know he he played one of the the most known rock songs in history listened to it one time and basically played it and so yeah i'll have to come back with the not the name of the guy but it's it's really fun to watch so silk sonic check it out all right, we're going to move to... Oh, I was going to say ahead. real quick. Um, oh, I just kind of wanted to talk about it. Like, we already kind of talked about it, but uh, Live Love ASAP, you know, that got put on streaming. Yeah. And I'm a big ASAP fan, and so I was excited to hear that. Um, yeah, I need to go back and listen to it. I did listen to it, and I, did, I was liking what I heard. But Yeah, and I, I think, you know, it's just this was like way before he really blew up, and I think one of the songs, um, Pesos, Pesos and uh, Purple Swag, I think, were the two songs that, like, kind of got his name out there, and then he dropped, um, um, what was it, Long Live ASAP? Uh-huh. I think was his first, like, album, and that had, um, that had fucking problems, which was the first song that really made it onto the radio. Mm. And it's funny, I remember listening, like, just being at the car at Austin's football practice, and that came on. And yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder what this song, or, like, this song's pretty good. And then I never heard it again until I started listening to him. Oh, but, wow, yeah. So he released, uh, he released Live Love ASAP, and it's just crazy to listen to it because it's one of those things where you listen to it and you're like, you could tell this guy was Yeah, so up. it's a prequel to his career. That's the thing. It was, it was a, it was a mixtape. Mixtape that he released back in like early 2010s, yeah. something like that. I was about that. to say 2010, 2011. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, you could tell, definitely tell he was going to be, be something. It was, it was different. And yeah. now he's dating Rihanna. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's now funny he's dating, to look yeah. at the... Uh, music video for Purple Swag one because in the beginning the white girl mouths the N word, but also to see how much he's thinned up. Oh, like I looked yeah. at it. I mean, it wasn't like he was chubby, but now his face, like he just oh, looks yeah. like cut and slim. And before he was just like you know, just kind of a you're not a little face. That, that's my favorite thing. You're not ugly. You just broke. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You're not ugly. You just broke. Yeah. Um, what's funny though is he's actually on that thing I was telling you about. Um, have a nice trip. Psychedelics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know that. The have, have a nice trip deal. I remember it, like a while ago I saw that. I was like, oh, I might have to watch that. Yeah, it's a it, documentary but. about celebrities talking about psychedelic trips. It's If you just want something to entertain yourself, it's and it's done in a very comedic way because uh-huh. it starts off with all these like the old infomercial type deals where they're talking about how bad drugs are and just how, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's it the way that they do it, it's like the after school special stuff. It's really yeah, like funny. Dare. Yeah, like all that stuff. And so, but then they'll sit down with like somebody and they'll be like, oh yeah, it's well, it starts off with Sting actually. Mm-hmm. And they just start talking about like these psychedelic trips that they mm-hmm. are on. And it's really, it's very entertaining. So, um, yeah, so. so that leads us into TV. So yeah, so if you get a chance to check out, have a nice trip. Um, it's, that's worth watching. Um, the new movie or new, I guess it's a movie we're looking forward to, but it's still on TV. Um, was it um, the harder they fall? Mm. That's with Idris Elba and um, Regina King, and so it's on Netflix now. We haven't watched it. We're gonna watch that and um, Let you know get back. But just if you're looking for something to watch, check out the harder they fall. That one looked like it's gonna be really, really. I mean, Idris Elba very rarely goes wrong, and, and yeah. Regina King very rarely goes wrong, which mm. kind of makes me want to go watch Watchmen again because she yeah, was so good in Watchmen. Um. So you didn't even know we was going to talk about this, but we got to talk about it. The Boondocks episode oh, about Tyler God. Perry. About Tyler Perry. Like, so. That was wild. We're we're huge. Outside, I mean, Boondocks may be both our favorite shows, right? Yeah. As far as, like, just you pick a show, it's probably the Boondocks. 
And if you haven't watched The Boondocks, shame on you. But there was an episode about Tyler Perry. And Tyler Perry has his own studio. And it's just this whole homoerotic cult. cult. Yeah. And it's Jesus and gaiety, which is hilarious. And so the interesting thing about this episode is that it released um, season three, season three, episode seven. Yeah, something like that. And it got scrubbed. Like it literally was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, like no, you couldn't was, find it anywhere. He told me about it and I was like, the internet, it'll be somewhere on the it'll internet. It'll be somewhere. I looked it up. I looked up and swear to God, I looked for at least a solid 10 to 15 minutes. Couldn't find it. Uh, no, I couldn't even figure out the name. Right, it was uh, like literally, it's almost like it didn't exist. It was the craziest thing that, and apparently there were some lawsuits involved, and so they was able they scrubbed it um, from existence. Well, it just popped back up on, on Netflix. HBO. Oh, is that HBO? Yeah, yeah, it just popped up on HBO, and they put it back in the rotation of this of the um, episodes. And man, man. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is so I can funny. definitely tell why Tyler Perry didn't want people seeing that. It was... Yeah, it was bad. But it's... Nah, fu- I think it's, it was within, funny. like, what, the first five minutes. There was oh, a yeah, scene of, the, yeah. There was a scene, and he was just... Oh, I was... Literally <laughs> wheezing. He couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, I'm going to have to pause this and let him get it all out. Because, I mean, yeah, it no, just it kept on coming, Yeah, too. no, it's... it's but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it kept on coming. Pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> you can't say that. You got to say pause. You got to say pause. So, yeah, if you get a chance to check out the Boondocks episode, <laughs> uh, season three, episode seven. I don't forgot the name of it. Pause. But it's, it's called it's Pause. It's called Pause. That's right. It's called Pause. So, yeah, now that that's... It's a hilarious, funny episode. Yeah. So, speaking of funny... Revisit Carmichael 8. We keep telling you guys, you got to watch Gerard Carmichael 8. You have to watch it. And so we was kind of... Just prepping for the show. Literally, this was like right before the show. Yeah, before... Yeah, and so I say it's a a solid eight and a half, nine. Eight and a half? Come on. Well, I was going to say eight, nine, but I'm going to give it an eight and a half, nine. But... I'm putting it up against the classics. Like I'm putting it up against just like classic, classic stuff. And so I don't know if it's, so I'm not going to even put it up against like Chappelle, the Chappelle's greatest stuff. I'm going to put it up against, was it funnier than Paper Tigers? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. In my opinion, in my opinion, I honestly think it's probably you, one of my favorite stand You think, you think eight is better than I Paper Tigers. I need to go Tigers. back and watch Paper Tigers, but from what I remember, It's yes. not funnier than Paper Tigers. Maybe it's just different humor styles that we enjoy, but yeah. hit just how dry he is to me uh, is... Okay, was it better than Ball Hawk? So Paper Tigers is Bill Burr. We don't want to just throw out names. So yeah. Bill Burr is Paper Tigers. Ball Hawk? Was it better than Ball Hawk? So what are, you, are you saying Ball Hawk is a nine? Because to me, Ball Hog is, uh, is a solid nine. To me, Ball Hog isn't his best. I think the one that came before was funnier than Ball Hog. Um, is it better than Louis C.K.? Louis C.K. I haven't seen Louis C.K. enough. I've seen all his okay. stuff, but I haven't seen it enough. But to me, I because the thing is, is that it not only is it just so funny, is that we are sitting there reciting the jokes. We are sitting there saying the punchline before he says it. It's still laughing. And every time yeah. it, it's not just like, oh, ha, ha. Like, it kills us. <laughs> yeah. No. And the thing is, is that, like, the stuff about comedy is that, like, you know, when you're in a room with somebody else and you listen to it, it you know, you laugh harder. But a lot of times I can pre- pretty much be watching anything in my room and maybe I'll give it a chuckle, but it's not going to give that same, right. like, ha, ha, ha. Not that I'll be so in my this, room dead so alone. So it's, it's a 10 to you. Yes. To me, I'll be in my room dead alone and he'll say, and I will crack up to me it is like i don't know i don't know it just ranks up there i think is it better than any four of the first netflix specials or those netflix deals from um is it better than any four of those the Chappelle's? yeah i think the fourth one you think it's better than one where he's on stage yeah just kind of talking because that one that one always just felt more like he just kind of went out there and started talking and threw in some jokes just better than closer yeah, I guess yeah. it's funnier than Closer. It's funnier than Closer. It's funnier than Closer, okay. Um, honestly, I probably would say I like it more than Sticks. 
don't know, man. It's a solid nine. I don't know if it's a ten. It's definitely a and solid then, nine. So where do you think it? It's a solid. You, no, I'm sorry. Why it's a do you solid think it falls nine. short? I think it falls short in the sense that it is a little kind of slow and dry and matter factual, See, I which guess I think is no. And I, I, I love that's that. My thing is that to me, that is what makes it so funny because he, but when you put it up against paper tigers, which will make you just kind of laugh, like gut laugh, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's better than paper. I don't know. I need to watch paper tigers again. I, I watched paper tigers again, not long ago. And it was funny. And ball hog is but funny. Ball hog is funny. But what was it? I think it was. Distasteful. That's Tom Segura. That's Tom Segura. Yeah. And I think I thought the thing is, is that I thought the Tom Segura before that one was probably funnier. Now I should probably go back and watch both of them again. Yeah. To really decide. But um, yeah, to me, it probably. I don't know. It's just something. Was about, it funny in Rogan's last one? Whatever. Yeah, I don't to me, I think. Yeah. Strange okay. times. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, no, I you know, I love it again. The reason it came up because I was like, hey, I just. I watched eight again. Yeah, like, we watched it like a, the other night. And so then, that's a common thing. It's like we'll be like, hey, I watched oh yeah, eight I watched again. Eight. I watched eight. I watched eight again. So definitely check out Carmichael eight. And I am going to end it on this. Whatever you do, don't watch Theo Vaughn. Oh God. <laughs> do that not. Was... That Theo Vaughn special was horrible. Just horrible. We, you know, we got through like ten minutes. And I think neither one of us really wanted to say like. This is yeah. bad, you know what I'm saying? But we, because we were trying to give it a chance. it a chance, we were trying to give it a chance, and then we got interrupted for something, and it came back. It was like, do you really want to start this again? It was like, well, yeah, no. Nah. So uh, you, uh, you had to go take a call, and you were like, just let it run. Oh. And I was like, okay. And you walked off, and he said something that was like a little funny, mm. but like it was just like the punchlines, either just, I mean, they definitely weren't landing. I was bad. The walking back and forth real fast. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was just horrible. And it, the he repeated himself a lot. And the weird, it was like all the punchlines just never. Just landed. Yeah. Or not even landed. It just seems like it wasn't finished. Like literally it felt like he wrote the setup and then wrote like an in-between, like something that you just kind of say as you get to your main punchline. Right. And then cut it there. Yeah. I. You know, the funny thing is, I didn't even know who he was until I saw him on Rogan. And then I started seeing him, and I was like, oh, he's a very respected comedian. I've never really seen any of his stuff. People, I mean, he's a respected comedian. I look at this and go, oh, my gosh, he's exactly what I thought he would be, and I, I hate it. Yeah, so no, it wasn't. I couldn't have, I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's got a special or two out there that's really funny. There was maybe one before this. In the club, but I don't know. Maybe I'll have to watch horrible. the one before this, but, yeah, this one was not good and then to end it on a good note you always got to go back and watch elephant in the room um, oh yeah oh, I haven't watched um, it. patrice um patrice o'neill patrice o'neill yeah so patrice o'neill and Ger gerard carmichael eight is two that i always tell people like, must you, watch. you must watch they just are ridiculously ridiculously funny and ridiculously just genius so mm -hmm. Anyway, so, man, I think we're going to get out of here. I yeah. actually have a session. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I got to get yeah, going. I got a session here. All right. See you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> I got a session here in an hour, and I got to get to the studio. So, that's crazy. I never okay. take never take stuff this late. I don't know what made me decide to take a 7 yeah. o'clock tonight. How long have we been on? Where are we at? When do you uh, guess? Um, 108. Hey, you got it. 108. One, oh, okay, nice. I, I, boom. Boom. All right, bro. We should probably stop dragging on. <laughs> anyway. <All right. laughs> So, for episode 20 of season two, my name is Randy. I am the Boomer. And I'm RJ. I am the Zoomer. And we will talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.